You're listening to Channel Orange, and this is our third episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we're doing Being So Normal uh, and Blackpink, which is a K-pop album, which isn't something we usually would have chosen, but it's the Guardian's album of the week, and as is our usual premise, we pick an album, the Guardian picks an album, and our guest comes on and decides which one's better. Yep, this week we have the Lucy Duffy. Hi. Um, <laughs> she is on the rugby team with me. She's the rugby president, and she's an icon, and she has great taste in music, so we're lucky to have her. Fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know Lucy very well, but she's a good friend of Maddie's, mm-hmm. and I have heard she's got good music taste, so hopefully we'll find out about that in this episode. Yeah, hopefully this confirms that. <laughs> uh, so as we said, our album today is Being So Normal by Peach Pit. I love this album. Uh, I've liked it a long time. It's the, actually their first album... Um, and they brought out one more recently, a couple months ago, I think. Uh, but this is my favourite one. I think, is it yours as well, Maddie, or do you prefer the more recent one? No, no, no. I think Being So Normal is pretty good, yeah. Um, they described it in the press recently as sad boy guitar bangers with too many solos. So if that's your <laughs> kind of thing, you're going to like it. Um, Savage. <laughs> um, but yeah, what were your first thoughts on the album? Um, the first couple of songs definitely, like... Um, or like with the guitar, very similar vibes to a lot of stuff, other stuff I listened to, but the more you kind of went on, like I couldn't necessarily like a lot of the songs sounded the same, mm. but um, it gets I feel I feel, just feel like it got a little bit lost in the middle. I'm not gonna lie, okay. Okay. but then I think it I think the ending again like yeah. was better. Like, I, so like my favorite song was like at the start and at the end. Yeah, so, I do find when you listen to an album just like straight through and you don't take like breaks, some yeah. of the songs do blend together, especially yeah. if they are from the same mm. band. That's true, that's true. I, I sort of agree as well. I said this last week about a different album, but about this, I did feel like I was really hoping they'd switch up on the next album just a little bit, and they did. So I sort of agree it's kind of similar. For me, I really like the style, so I was quite happy they were quite similar. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like yeah. the style, but I feel like there just wasn't much like variation to mm. that song. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because the, the lead vocalist does all of the vocals, mm. and so his voice, it's because it's so soft, I think yeah. sometimes you forget that... You know, what I mean? it <laughs> yeah, just like yeah. yeah, you can zone out sometimes, especially exactly. when, it, when it's one of the less heavy songs. It's mm-hmm. quite easy to zone out. Study music. Mm. I like it is. So you actually said as well that you were expecting it to be similar to the K-pop one because you kind of we hadn't told you that much about the show. Yeah, well, I they're like so different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The K-pop one is so poppy, and this mm. is the thing. Like, it's much more. You can tell it's been like produced by like mm. not them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas this one is, I feel like the the Peach Pit one is very like they're they're so involved mm. in it. Mm. In yeah, I think this this first one may have actually been self produced. If not, it was definitely mm. kind of they had a big role in it. Um, we we kind of weren't sure what album we wanted to compare it to because it was just so like out of like what we listened to. Mm. So we were thinking we could do like another kind of like foreign country's music, mm, yeah. and they're that's actually Canadian. Oh, so that's, I was that's like, nice. that's you totally know what? Nice. Let's just do it. <laughs> Authentic Canadians. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go with it. Exactly. And so far, we've only done. I mean, what do we do? We've only done American and English music so far. Yeah. yeah. In terms of what mm-hmm. we picked, so it is. I mean, we're not exactly branching up hugely going to Canada, but it's, it's a slight improvement. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Just don't tell them you're Canadian money and it'll still seem kind of exotic. Yeah. Uh, so do you have a favourite song on the album? From the first one? Yeah, from the first um, one. Oh, what's the name of it? It's called Alrighty Aphrodite. Yeah. I yeah. really like that one. I actually saved it to my driving playlist, so I will wow. listen actually, on that. Yeah. That, it actually would be a good driving song. Yeah. 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 No, I can get behind that. I really like that. That's probably my favourite as well. Mm. It's changed a lot, but I'd say at this point, that's still my favorite. Yeah, I think in terms of songs that you drive to, it needs to be hype enough that you're like, you can get into it while you're driving and like <laughs> you feel excited to go wherever you're going, but not too exciting that you're gonna crash and you get yeah, like, exactly. you know, too like. Ugh. I always when I'm driving, I listen to music like makes me feel like I'm in like a movie montage. <gasps> exactly, I'm, like, exactly. I'm, like, in a yeah. Video, like mm-hmm. even though I am the driver and should be focusing on the road. Yeah, like, like they're like, playing <laughs> the credits of the movie and you're just you're, like, like riding off. Into the the <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, I'd say along with that, Alrighty Aphrodite is probably. Techno show, Tommy's party, drop the guillotine was probably my first favorite on the album, but I don't listen to it as much. It's one of those things when you mm-hmm. over listen to it, you don't listen to it as much anymore. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably techno show. I think is hugely like, underrated. So Tommy's like Tommy's party was the first one I had from this album, and now yeah, you're right. It's mm-hmm. like Tommy's party techno show. I like already after dining. I, really I saved Tommy's party as well. Actually, I mm-hmm. just saw that when I when I looked the name. Mm-hmm. So have you kind of thought about what your least favorite song is on the album? Yeah, it's the one. It's called... You're very confident with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ch- Chegu Sutra. <laughs> That's interesting because I read a review of the album yesterday, which I hadn't done before, mm. and they very bluntly, quite early in the article, were like, Chegu's side turn. 
the worst side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, sorry, sorry to be blunt, but yeah, yeah, I didn't like it yeah. so much. What is Chegu's side turn? I never really got the kind of origin of the name. I don't either. App- apparently, he writes his songs by coming up with the name first and then writing the song. Oh, that's so cool. Which, yeah, yeah. it is interesting. So I, I don't know where, like, Chegu's side turn, <laughs> yeah. where you would build from that. And, like, <laughs> yeah. but it, just, I'm not it was sure. a little bit disorganized. I feel like it just got a little bit noisy. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what it's in the Oscar as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Maddie, you yeah, I quite like it too. I wouldn't say I really like it, but I'd say it's, I think it's underrated. Uh, yeah, I think it's a bit brutal to say it's the worst one on the album. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, that's more like I don't like Hot Knife that much, to be honest. People quite like that, but I'm not a big fan of it. To me, like sometimes the worst song on the album is just the one that it sticks out the least. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The one yeah, that you I just kind of that, yeah. you just kind of don't notice it coming on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we should listen to Alrighty Aphrodite since it's basically oh, like what, all yeah. of our favourites mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> to at least an extent. Um, maybe we your favourite as well. I think it's got to be a contender. It's universally agreed to be one of the best ones. It's got a great guitar solo in it as well. So here's Alrighty Aphrodite. Aphrodite, Aphrodite, uh, one of the best on the album in all of our opinions. Glad we agree on that. Um, <laughs> does Peach Pit remind you of anything else you really listen to, or is it quite outside what you'd normally listen to? Um, it actually really reminds me of. Um, I'm a massive fan of Dominic Fike. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, but his like first EP, the mm-hmm. one I can't remember what it's called. Um, so he like released just yeah. released his like first full length album in the summer. Yeah. But it reminds me a lot of his first EP. Okay. And, yeah. and kind of like the the guitar and stuff in that because he gets really into that in, in that one. 
Mm, yeah, no, I can see what you mean. I'd never thought about that before. I'm a big fan of Dominic Fike. But yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I don't know, maybe it's just because of the Canadian connection, but he reminds me of, like, they remind me of uh, Mac DeMarco. Mm, yeah, yeah, no, I can see what you mean. In this, like, softness, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know which song reminds me the most of Dominic Fike. Maybe it's, I don't know, something like Tommy's Party or Private Presley, I think, are quite, like, of their songs are the most similar. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the same with Matt DeMarco as well, actually. Yeah. Because uh, they're both kind of on the softer side of, like, Peach Pit. They're some quite heavy songs. And Peach Pit defines their genre as surf music. <laughs> really? Yeah, which I think oh, just makes it so kind of cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Matt DeMarco also has his music as surf music. Is surfing big in Canada? Or is that no, I really that? don't know where this is yeah. coming from. Yeah. It's definitely a vibe I, that they're trying to get. idolized mm. version of what they're <laughs> yeah. trying to be, you know? Classic and just wishing they were American. Oh, don't even <laughs> get off the show. <laughs> um, I think we should listen to Tommy's Party as well. Um, one of mine and Maddie's favourites on the album. Yeah. It's a good shift from Alrighty Aphrodite as well, since Alrighty Aphrodite is fairly heavy and Tommy's Party is pretty soft, isn't it? One yeah. of the softer ones now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's Tommy's Party. night I saw you at the bandstand looking pretty slammed Did you see me feeding all my drinks to Cam? Probably not, I guess You were quite the mess And that girl who tagged along there with you I never caught her name, but she seemed fucked up too From where I sat, she looked to be having fun Keeping up with you, just like I used to Remember when we 
party. Maddie, you've been researching the origins of the name Peach Pit. I've listened to it for ages and I've got no idea what it is. Yeah, I actually, I don't know how valid this information is. It's kind of like the first thing that popped up (laughs) when I tried to find this out. But apparently, the lead guitarist, Chris, his great-great-grandfather was famous among local peach farmers in Canada. So they were just like, why not? Let's just call ourselves Peach Pit. Um... It's a cool name. You know what it makes you think of? It makes you think of the um the like coffee heist in nine oh two one oh. It's also called Peach Pit. Oh is it? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's good reference. <laughs> I like it. Mm. Um my hometown is known for their peaches. Really? So that's what it reminded me of. Have you checked what hometown they're from? Are no, they're not from around no, no, they're from Vancouver. Oh, okay. All the cool people are from Vancouver. No one's yeah. from Ontario. You've <laughs> no, been to Ontario. Apart from you, apart from me. <laughs> Ontario is cool. It's like just like lakes, though. It's just lots of lakes, but I yeah. think Vancouver is like very city bustly. There's nothing mm. wrong with a good lake. <laughs> I loved living by a lake. It was great. Mm. Um, also, they were originally a church band. They really? all they all went to the same church. Really? Exactly. Yeah. And that's so surprising. And, and from that they they've kind of mm. blasted off and they've been doing it for five years. Um I guess you can kind of see that. Like they're not exactly bad boy rockers, are they? They're kind of like mm. quite relaxed and soft, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, I mean not necessarily religious though. They don't really have any religious no, undertones. But at the same time they're hardly like A C D C are they? Their church band. They were Amazon delivery drivers before they quit their jobs and yeah. did well, this full time. You can hear time. how good their delivery is in the songs, actually. <laughs> Don't <laughs> laugh. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, um, that is interesting. Genuinely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, actually, another interesting thing: they wear the same clothes for each live performance. Yeah. They I have. They wear the same things. outfit, but so that from their first music video. They got, I mean, obviously they just like these outfits and now they just wear them for every live performance. Mm. Which I think will be interesting to compare to Blackpink, oh, yeah. which clearly does yeah. not have no. that vibe. No. Yeah. I think they may have bought new clothes now for the new album. I'm not sure. I think. I mean, hopefully I they, the they wash album. their clothes. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to a show, so I don't know. Um, but, like. <laughs> I think they may have bought new clothes for the new album. They may be wearing the same, like, a different outfit for all their shows in the new album, but I don't think they've been able to tour because of COVID. Yeah. We were hoping, actually, to go to the show in Edinburgh or Glasgow. Mm. Obviously, it's cancelled now. They have a show in Saskatoon, okay. March 8th. <laughs> Where is that? Sask- <laughs> Saskatoon's in Canada. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um... They actually have a song Peach Pit as well, don't they? That was the one I think that made them blow up. That's the first one I ever listened yeah, to. Yeah, that was, was the first one I ever Peach Pit, well. self-titled song, yeah. Mm. 
Uh, Had you heard of them before? No, I mean, I feel like I recognize the name, mm. but I don't, I never listen to anything, yeah. Because yeah. I'm uncertain how big they actually are, because I, no. like, I know people, like, one or two people that have listened to them. Yeah, I think they're getting a lot bigger quite quickly, so it's hard to tell, because I know a year ago, I hadn't met anyone outside my friend group that knew them. Um, and I'd say, like, even beginning of first year, I didn't know anyone either besides you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it does seem like more people are listening to them. Yeah. Um, I think it, it, they have, like, a, a cool aesthetic that I think people, like, appreciate. I actually, I went, I went on their website when I was trying to find information. It's a cool website. They have it? a yeah. really cool website, and they have really cool merch. Yeah. And I've actually put something in my bag. <laughs> <I really, laughs> because I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Represent. I think maybe it's the new album that's made them so much bigger. Like, yeah. I don't think it was that it was really good. It's just kind of once you've done two albums, it's you're established. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they got some big, um, they got a big name in to produce the album yeah. as well. Uh, it's this guy, what's he called? Um, I can't remember his name, but he worked with Lana Del Rey in the past oh, and with okay. Franz Ferdinand. I don't oh, know. Oh, I yeah. love Franz Ferdinand. Really good. Um, are they, they're not the ones that are, no, there's a similar band that are Scottish, but uh, the Patellis, which yeah. are also very Oh, uh, yeah, they're great. They're great. Um, but yeah, a guy who worked with Franz Ferdinand and Lando Ray produced their album for them, mm-hmm. uh, the new one. I think it shows it is like slightly higher quality in terms of the like production. Yeah. And I think they're well, trying to be more like I think that they they're being really intentional about trying to develop as a band. I think thing. I I noticed because I like I don't know about Spotify, but I have Apple Music and they have like an Apple Music like alternative playlist of the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was on one of the playlists, so I was oh, like, really? oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Wow. this strikes me as kind of like skater music, if that makes sense. Is that yeah. too much of a generalization? Yeah. No, I mean, but... skater, surf music is yeah. kind of similar. Vibe. Well, on their yeah. website, they were wearing like suede, like gazelles, vans, yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, which, should we listen to Peach Pit? Yeah. I think cause it, because it got me into it originally, if people are listening so far and thinking this isn't for me, maybe they'll hear that and be like, okay, I'll give the rest a chance then. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I did in the first place, so. This is Peach Pit. Hopefully it'll get you into Peach Pit as well.
Peach Pit, that was one of the first songs they ever released. It kind of made them blow up. I think it got over 10 million streams, which mm -hmm. makes them sound like a bigger band than they are, because since then they haven't really got that much. Um, Didn't you say something about the Beatles and... Oh, uh, this is about Blackpink, though. We'll get oh, to never mind. Okay. Me, <laughs> never mind. I'm not happy about that. Um, but yeah, so Peach Pit, one of their first songs, it's quite different to the album. You can It's a similar guitar, similar vocals, but they've clearly become more rocky and less poppy, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Techno Show is a good example of that. Mm -hmm. Like, really fast guitar on that song, which is why I enjoy it. I think it's really underrated. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was talking to my uh, talking to my housemate this morning about Peach Pit, and he was saying, you know, oh, yeah, classic, really easy, great album, but obviously the worst songs in it are Jaylee's Side Turn and Techno Show, mm -hmm. which I kind of... Jagger Side as you say, like, it's not, yeah. <laughs> it's but not really te Techno Show, I do think people really underrate. Maybe mm. just because it, it's not, it kind of isn't soft, and at the same time, it doesn't have, it's not heavy either. Like, it doesn't have a big guitar solo. It's still fast, though, and high, high pace, which is why I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But I think it's massively underrated. I don't know what you I think. think you were, when you were saying that at the beginning, it was quite good, and then you lost in the middle. I think mm. Techno Show is still at the beginning, so it's still kind of, I don't know, I always have it in my mind. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Uh, we should listen to that because I kind of want people to agree with me and yeah. kind of, <laughs> kind of yeah. say like, you know, I agree with you, it's, it is underrated. Mm -hmm. So far I haven't really found anyone. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Uh, this is Techno Show.
more fit though And about to say I'm for that bass I'm all fit though And about to say I'm for that bass With you Here it seems okay For me to be out of place show. As we said, we intentionally tried to choose an album that just wasn't Anglo-American for this one. Mm -hmm. We did choose Canada, but you know, let us off. Uh, and it, we're also doing Blackpink, which is from South Korea. Mm -hmm. um, this got me thinking, what is the best country for music? Because most of the time the debate is kind of between England and America, which I think is kind of which justified. Is I mean, there's, 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 other, there's other kind of potential candidates as well. I don't want to rule them out. But I was thinking about it and I do think, maybe I'm just being patriotic, I do think it's England, personally. Yeah, the, the thing with the UK is that like their music industry and the music scene is just mm. very like um, individual. It's very like, although it is got all, has got all this influence from yeah. America, at the same time you can have a song that's number one in the UK that doesn't even reach America. That's true, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it, yeah. institutionally that's I feel true. like, especially like, well, slightly problematic for the Brit Awards and things like that, they're very like they're pro-British and there is kind of a uniqueness to mm. like the British music industry which I think is quite similar to South Korean like talking yeah, about Blackpink yeah. and their album like South Korean music industry is the whole thing about South Korea is that it's unique within kind of their uh, the wider like Asian sphere I do a lot of Asian history as well <laughs> yeah. so I could go into that but I, I'll refrain mm. but um, but like their their music industry is very self-contained yeah. that's the thing about it it's all quite manufactured it's all produced it's all done through a very like set structure so yeah. you have these like music companies they're kind of it's like record labels but they're called companies because they right. manage like they manage the whole thing about the act so like live shows, everything. Yeah, live merch. shows, tours, they merchandise, they plan it all through these companies. Whereas mm. usually you would have like, individual bands would have their own manager and then they would just sign up to a record label. And you'd have a marketing kind of firm. Exactly, like well, yeah. it would be separated. In South Korea, everything is under the one heading and that's why it comes across, I think, as being so manufactured yeah. sometimes. Because the way you would like, um, they, bands like, they don't just like sign up to a record label, they debut and they have like debut showcases because they'll go through like four, three, four years of training under certain like labels, certain companies, and then that label will like debut them. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's the thing with like Blackpink is that they're usually groups are much bigger. They're much smaller. There's only four, four of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're, they're very recent, but the, the main thing about them is that they actually don't have that much music out. Like this was meant to be like yeah. one, their yeah. first album. And, and it just was 24 really, minutes long. Yeah, like, it's really short. Yeah. It's like, that's what I like, read a review online this morning. Like, it's like half finished because mm. you have other like massive K-pop, K-pop like bands like BTS just in January, they released a 20 song album. Yeah. That's like, that's like the, you know, defining massive album of their career. Right. Yeah. And this was meant to be the same for Blackpink and it's, it's, it's eight songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't sure if they were just so popular because they're an all-girl band. And is it pop... Like, is that well, a normal thing for a K-pop band to be all-girl? I've, I've heard that kind of they really stand out because most of the K-pop bands that have actually reached America and UK... Are boy bands, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, like, BTS is seven-member boy band. You have, like, uh, EXO, GOT7. They're all boy bands. Mm -hmm. They're Blackpink are definitely the first Korean girl band to reach yeah. kind of, like, foreign... For them, foreign audiences. But there are a lot of them, like, 
or like in Korea, but you don't get very many mixed gender bands. That's right. the thing, and they're never mm-hmm. bands. They're just like groups of singers. Yeah, yeah they're, the they're like groups. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and so like if you look at like the writing credits on this Blackpink album, like they two of them wrote the lyrics for one of the songs, mm. but that's it. They didn't write the music. They didn't produce the music. They didn't have anything to do with like the production of the music. Wow. Which is really different, I think, from like British artists who very much the vibe is like alternative. Like I'm the one writing the music. Mm. This is my song. Oh, so I mean, no one in the band wrote any of it. Oh wow! It was like one of the. I don't know why that doesn't surprise me though. Yeah, Mm. Yeah. like you know the song I did, the Selena Gomez song, Ice Cream. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ariana Grande wrote the lyrics for that. Like she like or like she participated in it. Mm. She was maybe not the main songwriter. And the reason for that as well is to do with like this all under one company thing. The thing that the model they have in Korea is that like companies employ songwriters mm-hmm. employ like people to like make the beats and that's their job and they work for the company i mean i honestly i do think like it's working out. though like they've they've become so popular right. oh, and yeah. like the fact that they are self-contained but have somehow reached like yeah the it's, it's, it's a big promotional thing it works yeah. commercially but then there's the problem of kind of when you talk about what country's best for music i normally think of it not like which one earns the most money it's like which one makes the best music yeah that's and right. i think although i mean it is i think it's a detriment to south korea in t- to the music that they don't write it um, yeah. it's obviously not a good thing but at the same time like i would say for me at least the best stuff coming out of america right now is like rap and hip-hop stuff oh, the best yeah. stuff coming out of the uk is rock and indie but America, all the best stuff is rap and hip-hop, and most of that is ghost-written by people. You've got the yeah. really top, like, Kendrick Lamar writes his own stuff, Kanye West writes his own stuff, you know. I think Drake Tyler does. does. Drake has got some of his ghost-written in the past, definitely. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cabbage Gambino, he writes all his own things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and those are the guys that you end up respecting the most, and they win the awards. But the vast majority of the stuff coming out is ghost-written, um, which again speaks to UK doesn't do that as much. Which is no, good. that's that's why I think I like the UK music because mm. it, although it is more alternative, that's more like what I would listen to. Right. Again, it I feel like they like are more genuine. If yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So are we just before we move on fully to the album? We've basically moved on anyway. Are we all agreeing England's the best year for music? Just so we can get this on the record. Are we say the UK is the yeah. best. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie? I mean, yeah. nothing. Not Canada. <laughs> mm, you know what? I'm just gonna say UK. I don't want to be fought right now. Yeah. Canada does have a couple of cool people. Like, yeah, I, but I just I don't like, think there's enough of them to yeah. to con- What they do have it's, is really good. It's a similar yeah. vibe to the UK in that it is like quite um like genuine, but mm-hmm. it's not as established. Yeah. Yeah. So. I know you like BTS a lot, but does this is this measure up this album to that? Did you really like it, or was it kind of not the typical K-pop you'd normally listen to? It's it's not what I would normally listen to in K-pop, um, but some of the songs were alright. To be fair, the last song, oh, what was it called? Hold on. Yeah, let's. I want to hear your favorite and least favorite. So I think my favorite was um, probably "You Never Know," mm. but then my least favorite, I don't. I probably. Lovesick Girls, even mm. though that's the one that like they actually helped yeah, write. I was say, yeah, and like David, David Guetta like made the beats for that. Mm. Oh, okay. But like it was, they had I watched the music video for it. It's just like it's just a bit too poppy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I really hated the album. <laughs> like, yeah. it was horrible. But maybe just because I've seen so many TikToks with the how you like that, I think that's just probably the one that I like the most. Just from well, for me, I didn't think it, it was a bad TikTok. album at all. Like it was like there was a lot going on. It was like. <laughs> It's, as a pop album, it's very low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but it's just like so not my thing. Mm. Um, I really didn't like it. I mean, <laughs> like I listened to it this morning. Um, I was really surprised by how short it was as well. Um, but I listened to it this morning, and just after I'd listened to it, I was like sitting at a table. Um, like my roommate, came, sorry, housemate came down and was like, "Are you okay?" Because I he thought I looked so like it looked down like you were crying. Um, but what what that was, I had just checked their like Spotify streams and they now got more uh, monthly listeners on Spotify than the Beatles. Um, yeah, I just made me like, maybe, I don't know. I know no, like people don't listen to the Beatles as much anymore. Obviously the Beatles are bigger in their prime, but it did make me a little bit sad. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand necessarily how people like get into this more than that. Yeah. You like know, the progression from like one to the other is very mm-hmm. odd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, especially since this isn't even, as you say, like the like pinnacle of K-pop, mm. and it's still bigger. I think for female K-pop, it's the pinnacle, okay. but not necessarily for the entirety mm. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I I was listening to it as I was studying at like ten o'clock last night, and mm. they were they kept switching from English 
to Korean, and I yeah. got really confused. I thought, I was like, am I losing it? Are they speaking English? I'm just not understanding it. Do I need to go <laughs> well, to bed right now? But that's, like, a really common thing. So, like, using, again, BTS as an example, um, they just released their, like, their first full English track. And mm-hmm. this is the thing about ice... I think ice cream is almost fully in English. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's a very new thing that K-pop... It's a big debate, actually, in K-pop really? of, like are we abandoning Korean traditional values that we sing in English? And, like, mm-hmm. surely we should be, like, getting songs in, Eng- in uh, Korean that do really well. Um, so it's, like, a criticism of them as well that they aren't trying to do it in Korean. But, like, if they right. did it in Korean, it probably wouldn't be as widely no. listened to. Is that the motivation I, I... behind including the English to kind of get into other markets? Yeah, and yeah. especially, like, the song that has Cardi B in it. Mm. Um, it just, it definitely sounds like they're just trying to, like, reach the American market. Yeah. Just like yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't mind the Korean parts. Like, that wasn't what I didn't like about it. No. Yeah. No. It was just the style of the music mm-hmm. for me. Um, but on that point, I was wondering kind of, because it is really popular, and I actually have some friends back home who listen to it. Um, what kind of is it that attracts you to K-pop and, like, makes you really enjoy it? BTS, I guess. Yeah, well, it's a lockdown thing. Um, right. <laughs> but at the start of lockdown, it was when I was still in St Andrews, but like the first couple of weeks of it, um, I started, I watched their, the BTS James Corden uh, carpool karaoke. Right. And then I was like, I had seen them previously, like mm-hmm. in the previous years, and it kind of just like, you know, they have reality TV shows, they have tours, you can watch their concerts live. Mm-hmm. I like went to a live stream concert last weekend. Like, <laughs> wow. And it, like, for doing that as well, to be fair. Actually, yeah, but it's insane the amount of content that these mm. K-pop bands put out. Blackpink and BTS, especially, like Blackpink have their own uh, reality TV show on YouTube at the moment, mm. you know. So when you get involved in it, it's like, you can't, you don't really listen casually. It's like all or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That was what worried me a little bit about the album, though. Um, when I heard it, I kind of just, my first thought was, I don't really like it. But when I looked it up, it almost felt a bit like they were taking advantage of how many fans they had and how, like, cultish their fans are. Because mm-hmm. they're, so, uh, they're so into the band. And this happens with, like, small indie bands as well. I think it's actually different in the UK. When someone's really big, they don't really get a really close following. They just get a lot of people that kind of mm-hmm. like them. But then the small bands get a close following. Whereas with BTS and Blackpink, their fans are so dedicated. Yeah. And I felt like by releasing an album which was like 24 minutes long, you know, they haven't even written the songs. It sort of felt like they were just putting it out because they knew people would listen to it and they knew people would buy yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the difference between like, this is just a criticism because I like BTS, yeah. but that's the difference between the, the production company that makes, it's called YG Entertainment yeah. that runs Blackpink and the production company that runs BTS mm. is that the one that runs Blackpink very much, like they've been around for years. They put out things to make money. Yeah. But like the one that runs BTS it's less of a conversation like that because they only have like two, three bands under their label. Like right, it's not yeah. very, mm-hmm. although it is now very successful, it wasn't in the beginning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to pick one song for us to play now, because you play one, at least one from every mm. album each week, what would you want to put on? Well, what's your kind of way of like, this is most likely to make you listen to more K-pop? Uh, from the Blackpink. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, probably How You Like That because okay. that's like, it's an it's an it's an insane song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's iconic as well. I mean, I have heard it everywhere. Yeah. I think mentally prepare yourself to listen to the song because it's not the vibe that it's we've been not, playing throughout. Yeah. yeah, forget about Peach Pit before you listen to this. Yeah, um, this is how you like that. You'll probably recognize it, um, but come to it with a fresh mind. Maybe you'll like it. This is how you like that. <laughs> Come, come on, Nico, so shine like the stars. Come, me, so they're team, you 
how you like that and a feature we're going to return from last week uh, because people liked it. We're going to uh, ask some questions which our loving listeners have sent in because they just wanted them answered by our expert on K-pop mm-hmm. and by us. Uh, yeah. So what do you have first? So a question from some random listener, Emily Jones. Oh, nice. Um, she wants to know how you discovered K-pop, which I feel like you already kind of covered. Yeah, through the James Carpool Karaoke. Um, but, I mean, like, I saw them on, like, Graham Norton, like, last year. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a friend, one of my friends who I live next to in Halls in first year also really likes them. Mm-hmm. But, so I had, like, seen them in places, but, and I saw them on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Never really, like, switched on to it. And then in lockdown, I had all this free time. <laughs> I, I got sick the time of, to get I got sick it. of playing The Sims, mm-hmm. and I was like, it's time to, <laughs> yeah. to, to like, invest. And I walked, the, the way, I didn't actually listen to their music at first. I just I watched their reality TV show. It's called Run BTS. It's just like the stupidest show. They just like it's like it's like a game show. So they do like mm-hmm. stupid challenges, and I watched that, and then I was like, ah, now I'll listen to the music. Well, so this is bad timing. I'm gonna start listening to them during Infinite <laughs> yeah. Learning Week, and I'm supposed to be studying. Okay, next question is from Angus. He actually asked a question last week as well, so thank you to him. Uh, his question is: Is K-pop the best thing to come out of South Korea in recent time, or does that honor belong to Hyun Min Son? the Tottenham football player, Ballon d'Or nominee, <laughs> and the highest scoring Asian player in Premier League history. I guess the question is, is Korean music or Korean football better? Um, I would say, in terms of, I, I'm not a football fan, <laughs> no. I'm sorry, but I would actually say Korean film is better. Okay. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Parasite, have you that seen it? That was incredible. I've watched I haven't actually times. watched it all the way through yet. I just didn't have the time when it came mm-hmm. out. It won Best Picture at the Oscars. No, it, it, mm. The Korean wave is happening, my friend. <laughs> I, la- I actually I love do that think movie. it's interesting how much like cultural stuff is coming out of Korea at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Parasite was incredible. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen as well Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah. Um, that was also really, really good. Is that Korean? That was Korean, yeah. It yeah. had... Um, What's he called? I can't even remember his name. It had an American actor in it. Mm-hmm. The guy yeah. who does Captain America. Yeah, I yeah, Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Um, <laughs> there's another really famous film. It's called Train to Busan as well, which mm, is really yeah. good. Yeah, I've heard of that. Um, next question, slightly, well, a lot, lot less sympathetic to K-pop music from George. <laughs> okay. Um, is K-pop the final nail in the coffin of the notion of a benevolent god? Or is it a horror of our own creation, the natural consequence of decades of ethical and cultural abasement? Have we, like Icarus, flown too close to the sun and are now being brought to account for our hubris? So basically the question is, is K-pop punishing us? Yeah. Through, through its rubbishness, I right? felt punished when I was listening to it. This is the thing. I would feel, I, yeah, I'm not, because I'm not a fashion fan of Blackpink, mm. I would say that like if that's not your thing like that's fine <laughs> yeah. but like don't write it all off like a lot okay. of the time like k-pop isn't just like that sort of thing as well mm. though yeah. For, like I, I should think so one of the members of bts released a mixtape in may mm. it was called oh, what was the name it's called d2 yeah and that is nothing like any other k-pop song okay. because he is a k-pop idol it's so classic being k-pop mm. but you listen to that and especially the the lead single on it is called Dejita, and it's like got all these like traditional korean instruments in it but like in this really cool like trap beat yeah. and it's like modernizing oh, nice. it's, yeah. it's like if i was going to recommend something i, I could recommend okay. that yeah but it like so it, but it's still classic being k-pop mm. because the guy that like made it but it's like he, he completely made the whole thing himself Mm-hmm. is a member of a K-pop band, you know. So, George, I suppose the answer is no, K-pop <laughs> isn't a punishment from God, but Blackpink, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. So, we're going to close out now. Um, we've got one more question, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most important one. Which album did you prefer out of the two? Uh, I think I preferred your album, the Peach okay. Pit one. Oh, okay. there we I'm go. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Even though I am a K-pop yeah. fan, I'm not a, like, I'm not that much of a K-pop mm-hmm. fan. I suppose dis- disappointing as well when kind of like, because obviously I would like if we could represent K-pop better when it's, you know, yeah. from the genre you like and it's not as good as it could be. Yeah, it's, it's fair, but I just like, I just don't like Blackpink. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So we're now 2-1 up against The Guardian, so that's nice. Yeah, let's keep um, it going. Before we go, is there an album you want to recommend? We'll put it in the Spotify playlist. Hopefully listeners will listen to it as well as these two. Mm. What do you got? 
Um, I'll recommend uh, Dominic Fight. What could possibly go wrong? It nice. was released in July. Yeah, July. Yeah. It was released at the end of July. It's a great album. No, it is a really good album. I've been listening to that a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and his older stuff is really good as well. Yeah, his first EP is like my favorite mm-hmm. album of all time. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm actually also going to add my own recommendation. I'm not technically supposed to do this with the format, but do go and listen to Peach Pit's more recent album. It is really, really good. Uh, I prefer the first one, but if you like the first one, uh, you'll really enjoy. Uh, the second one it's called um you and your friends and as i said it's produced by the guy who worked with franz ferdinand and london del rey and it does show i think that's all we've got time for so we're gonna have to sign off there but thank you all for listening this has been channel orange listening to being so normal and next week we'll be back with an album by loyal Karner and the guardians album of the week which is another uk rap album if you want to keep up with our episodes just search channel orange radio show on soundcloud And if you want to have a look at our playlist, then search for Samuel Sand or No Caps or Spaces on Spotify.